0: America. Fasten your seat belts. This is the Jay Sheldon Show. Taylor Swift ain't so swift. Uh. <laughs> Blacklisting conservative companies, it's happening more than you think. And Democrats sabotaging American companies they're kind of connected kind of cannot they're two different stories but it's weird and wacky and the democrats and the liberals are at it again welcome to the jay sheldon show happy thursday thursday morning across america great to have you with us we want to say hello right off the top to one of our new followers blue peahen and yes i do know what a blue peahen is I grew up a country boy so blue pn welcome in thank you so much for the follow really do appreciate that very much all right thank you Uh, we got all that we got a lot more coming up it's amazing the different stuff that I found to talk about a minimum wage is gonna knock your socks off who's buying up all the radio stations oh yeah and the cop beaters from New York are back at it again it just gets it just gets worse and worse Man, a Shevitz. All right. One of our great sponsors is Blackout Coffee, and we thank them for being part of the show. Folks, you need to do business with companies that support America today more than ever. You see all the crap going on in the news. I got some of that to talk about, too. It's not even in the show notes. It just broke wild overnight. Um, Companies that support America really deserve our support and blackout coffee is certainly one of those they are all about our conservative values truth honesty integrity family that's what this company is about as far as philosophy as far as their product goes the best damn coffee you've ever had bar none Blackout Coffee uses local co-ops, American farmers to source the best beans available. And when you order, they begin what's called the small batch roasting process. That means they only roast your beans after you order within 48 hours. They ship them out right away, so another two, three days to get to your front door. And that's it. You've got a fresh roasted bag of coffee beans ready to grind up into the most amazing cup of coffee you've ever seen suck down your gullet (laughs) oh man I do five six sometimes seven eight cups of this stuff a day personally proud to recommend it it is amazing and it's not only the best coffee I have ever had it is also a company that I can feel proud about supporting they've got all their great lines of coffees signature blends the holiday editions by the way are still available uh, but yeah, check it out. It's Brutal Awakening, Morning Reaper, Smooth Finish, Pitch Black Espresso, Covert Op Cold Brew. Uh, they have a decaf there e- Ethiopia Sidamo. Never heard of it. Oh, light, a light roast. All right. You see the variety there. You see the prices, very reasonable. And when you order for the first time, you use our promo code at checkout J20, J A Y 20. That will get you 20%. Off your first order. J20 is a promo code for 20% off your first order with Blackout Coffee. Support this company. They support us and our values, and we need to turn around and return the favor and help out Blackout Coffee. Great coffee. Seriously, you will be amazed. Uh, the link is in our show notes, and don't forget our promo code J20 at checkout for your 20% off your first order All welcome right. America uh, yeah we don't need that again ok just in the last couple of hours this has broken bad and I did not have a chance to include it in the show notes but I bookmarked it because it says a lot as you know there's been this whole bull crap about some secret blue blue national security threat and then the leakers and everything you know because it's washington nobody gives a crap everybody leaks everything it's a national security threat we all need to be very cautious it concerns russia Convenient they're about to vote, if they haven't already, on what, 90-plus billion dollars, including a whole boatload of more money for Ukraine while we get invaded in our southern border? Uh, it's it's serious. So they stuck a bunch of people in a skiff, told them about what it is. It's just... Come on. The American people are not stupid anymore. You cannot keep using these ridiculous mind game plays. They're not working. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, love this lady. She put this post on X short while ago. Are we facing a national security threat? It is my duty to be honest with you. Yes, it's real. I went to the briefing today in the skiff. Our president is a dementia patient in charge of our country and the nuclear football who ripped our border wide open to over 10 million people and counting from over 160 counties, uh, countries from around the world and 2 million of them have never been caught. This is Marjorie Taylor Green writing. Not only that, the administration has empowered the criminal cartels and they not only control most of our southern border, but they're also making tens of billions of dollars human trafficking, drug trafficking, which has expanded into international operations. Along with with that, the government you trusted with your hard-earned tax dollars has enslaved us all in over $34 trillion in debt and counting. Communist China owns most of our debt. China makes most of our critical chain supplies. You know, like the medications that keep you alive, made in China. Now, the interest rate on that debt is rising so fast, the annual interest alone will be bigger than our entire defense budget. That's just the annual interest. Turns out the smart people running our government have made so many bad decisions with this foreign policy bullshit, trade with our dollars under unbelievable threat, and could soon be no longer the world's currency. There are just a few of the top national security threats, not Russia, that are facing us right now, and have been facing us, and they're doing squat all nothing about it. Back to this, she writes, all of this, I'm telling you, didn't come from the skiff. You already know, and I'm depending on you to help me stop our greatest national security threat the one that comes from within. Bingo. Bam. You got it. Unbelievable. I will get to Taylor Swift in a little bit it's it it can hold believe me I also found this from a guy I, I follow this guy Tom McDonald's he is funny as hell he is he's an odd looking bloke but I love this guy's attitude and this one you know this whole gender crap I want to be a boy, I want to be a girl, I want to be cis, I want to be this, I want to be that, I don't want to be anything. Whatever. Do you? I don't need to respect that. No, I don't. I totally don't. Nor will I. Couldn't give a gratz ass less. There's a new one now. Trigender. Hmm. This is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) Hang on a second. let me make sure I've got the uh, make sure I got the audio up. Take a look at this freak and watch the way Tom reacts. It is exactly, EXACTLY the way I reacted when I saw this. Figured it's about time that I came out and talked about my gender identity. I am (laughs) trigender, which means like a triangle, I have three genders. Uh Look, I'm probably going to get some hate for this, but I don't believe you. No you're not. You're just a uh, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> yes! Go Tom! Man, follow this guy, he's great, The link, I, I, actually that just popped up so I didn't have a chance to put it in our show notes, I'll try and dump it in there and edit it in later, but this guy's brilliant, look him up, Tom McDonald, fantastic guy, does stuff like this all the time, doesn't put up with these woke crowd, moronic idiots and all their usual crap we have to listen to and put up with, well we don't have to, you choose to put up with it, don't, stop doing that, okay? Stop enabling. You know, like an alcoholic, they say don't enable an alcoholic. Well, these people have mental problems themselves and you're just enabling them. Stop enabling them. Theory works the same way. A new poll is out. A third of Republicans believe Taylor Swift is an election conspiracy dun 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 yeah (laughs) roughly a third of republicans believe a covert government effort for taylor swift to help biden win the 2024 race according to a new poll the conspiracy theory as they call it This is from Axios, so, you know, take it all with a grain of salt. But the conspiracy theory, one of many the Republicans embrace about nefarious covert government efforts to relate it to anything, from elections to criminal indictments against former Trump, uh, former President Trump, I should say. Nearly three quarters of adults do not believe that a covert government effort exists. 18% do, according to a Monmouth University poll released yesterday. 18% of the believers include 32% Republican, 18% Independents, and 6% of Democrats. Now, why? What, What the hell, Taylor Swift? Give me a break. Well, this... Odd, legendary pop star has been at the forefront of conspiracy theories for the past few weeks. Understand that this woman has millions of young people and middle-aged people who adore her. Why? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't care less. But they do and they vote. And you can bet that if she says, vote for that rotting bag of dementia flesh in the White House now, they will. And that is a huge block of voters. What she says, what she comes out with, will affect a lot of people. This whole... Ooh, Taylor Swift, whatever you say, babe. Her and her boyfriend, Travis Kelchy, I don't even know how to say his name. I don't follow this crap. I don't watch the NFL anymore. Recently got, of course, a Super Bowl victory. Their relationship, they say, is a deep state psyop orchestrated by the NFL and Democrats to work in President Biden's favor. A quarter of Americans believe the FBI instigated the January 6th attack. These are some other things the poll found out. Surprises that low, since obviously they did. Including 34% of Republicans. Man. Wow. So is she a plot? You know, stranger things have happened the whole pandemic thing, everything else, after that, I could frankly believe... Let me put it this way. That wouldn't surprise me if it were shown to be true. This from Axios. <laughs> Taylor Swift, stick to singing. <laughs> the backlash from MAGA is getting ugly. What a horrendously bad picture of her. She looks like a witch. Conservative media personalities, that would be me, raging over a new enemy, one-time Biden endorser whose power has never been more undeniable, Taylor Swift. The team behind the two 2024 presidential frontrunners are zeroing in on a pop megastar with Feverish fan base that actually does heed her calls to go out and vote. See, that's exactly what I just said. She has not yet endorsed anyone in the 2024 presidential race. They probably told her to hold off because we're dumping Joe. You can endorse whoever we put up there. Which she'll go, oh, 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 okay. Biden's campaign courting here for a 2020 repeat. Rolling Stone reported Trump allies are very closely watching Swift's moves. She's got innumerable, countless young, energetic fans. Not only willing to spend big money to support her, but they are very active online and they will do what she says. That kind of power should not be in any one person's hands. Incredibly scary incredibly scary. But it's happening. It's out there. It's going on. You need to keep an eye on it. In fact, you need to make sure that you've got all your ducks in the row and be able to counter when they all these little dweebies start po- Oh, Taylor Swift, Joe Biden, he's so wonderful. Meanwhile, conservatives conservative charities another way they're attacking us they are being blacklisted major charities blacklisting uh, conservative groups cutting them off from donations they're going after the money folks that's One of the most effective ways, and they're doing it. This is from the Daily Caller. Charitable foundations across the country using lists compiled by left-wing organizations to prevent donors' funds from going to conservative and faith-based groups, according to a review of public records and documents that the Daily Caller News Foundation got a hold of. When screening grant recipients, some community foundations that run donor-advised funds, DAFs, rely on lists that have been put together by, you ready? The Southern Poverty Law Center. Yep. And Horizon Forum. Label mainstream, conservative, and faith-based groups as hate groups that effectively blacklists them cuts them off from any funding from these groups hate group a very serious charge one very few donors would be keen to have it known publicly that they've donated to what these people call wrongly a hate group Most conservatives know not to automatically defer to the group's designations. The bigger risk is that charitable intermediaries, facilitators, these are the folks who decide where the money's going that's being donated, like DAFs, continue to substitute the Southern Poverty Law Center's biased views for those of the actual donors read this article, check it out, make sure you keep an eye on this crap because it is going to get worse and worse as we get closer and closer to this election. They are pulling out all the stops. All the stops. Democrats taking a victory lap after sabotaging yet another American company. These people Will not stop. These links are in our show notes. Please, I can't encourage you enough. Make comments, share them out in your social media. I put them in the show notes specifically for that. Become proactive. They are, don't no more Mr. Nice Guy. Get right up in their face. Put this stuff out there. Let it be known. I used to have a Roomba. They're very cool. President Calvin Coolidge famously proclaimed that the business of America is business. hundred years later, Joe Biden has just about proclaimed that business of my administration is ruining American businesses because he's done nothing but Economy, inflation, the last three years notwithstanding, Biden's staff apparently just seems to want to help businesses if they're not American. That was apparently the message last week. It was announced the tech tech titan Amazon would not be merging with iRobot, most famous for the floor-cleaning robots, the Roomba. It was one of the original room vacuum robots. They'd been in conversation with Amazon about a $1.7 billion acquisition since way back in August of 2022. Now, the company blamed the merger's failure on regulatory interference. You ready? From the European Union. You see why we keep an eye on those asses over there? Regulatory interference by the EU. This is an American company. Amazon senior VP David Zapolsky said, This outcome will deny consumers faster innovation and more competitive prices, which we're confident would have made their lives easier and more enjoyable. EU officials have colluded with the Biden administration into hamstringing American tech innovation. Especially in the high-stakes race for AI. They're doing everything they can. In most cases, not publicly, behind your back. And you don't hear about it. Except for shows like this other conservative talk shows who bring you what's really going on. And this is what's really going on. The EU is in fear of a repeat of what happened to the last generation of Internet giants. Social media, search, clouds all boomed. Facebook, Meta, Google, Amazon all popped up. All American companies and Europe pretty much hit the bed with an S in front of it. They don't want that to happen again. And the Biden administration is saying, we got your back. Doing everything they can to fight against American companies. Stories in the show notes. Read it. Share it out. Find out more about it. You will be you will be ashamed, actually. I'm feeling ashamed for these people. Have they no common sense? Have they no sense of morals? I mean, we know that. Of course they don't. But is that, is that, I've asked it all the time, is that the legacy you want to leave for your family and your children? Really? Okay. You remember the migrants who flipped off the uh, cameras after they got released with no bail after beating the hell out of New York City cops? You remember those guys, right? Well, guess what? A little more of Joe Biden's legacy. One of them has been arrested again for robbing a Macy's and beating a security guard. Fox news alert now breaking news this is brand new video of the suspect in that NYPD officer beating he was just arrested in a separate Macy's robbery case suspected of being involved in a security guard beatdown. the security guard outside Macy's was punched and kicked Darwin Gomez was one of those beating suspects a judge initially freed without bail after the beating of two NYPD police officers in Times Square. Early- beats, up on, beats the hell out of New York City police officers in Times Square. Judge just releases him without bail. Here you go. Have a nice day. Don't let the door hit in the ass on the way out. A week later, beats the hell out of a security guard at Macy's while he's robbing the store. No follow-up on that story yet as to whether or not he got another free pass, probably because it's New York. Joe Biden's America. Yep. And what part of it Joe Biden doesn't own? George Soros does, Nazi. Yes, you are. I spent... More than 20 years in radio, doing uh, shows I worked every shift, overnights, nights, afternoon drive, midday, um, morning show for the longest part. I was a morning DJ for a very long time. I worked at WSNG in Torrington, Connecticut, Uh, Wacky 102 in Springfield, Massachusetts, Magic 104 in uh, Waterbury, Connecticut. And uh, probably the highlight of my career was 96.5 96.5 TIC-FM, WTIC-FM in Hartford. Um, I had a great career. Wouldn't have given it up for anything. Towards the end of my career was when these giant conglomerates starting, started buying massive amounts of radio stations. There was at the time, I'm guessing it doesn't exist anymore because of our next story, But at the time, you had to be approved by the FCC before you would be allowed to own the license to operate the station. And if you wanted to own multiple stations, there was a limit to how many. Even it had to be a variety of formats. There were all kinds of regulations. I haven't kept up, I don't know, I'm guessing Most of those regs have probably been dumped. And then you wind up with this story. George Soros, and this should scare the absolute hell out of you, is set to control the second largest chain of radio stations. Folks, you may think of radio as just pretty much non-existent anymore. That is absolutely not the case. Radio still is a big part of people's lives. And with podcasts nowadays that are available on radio, shows like this, shows like the Dan Bongino show, radio is still a huge influencer. That was one of the reasons why they limited who could control what If this Nazi bastard gets his hand on the second-largest chain of radio stations in America, we are cooked six ways to Sunday. He has been buying up debt to acquire a controlling stake in the second-largest radio broadcaster in the country, Audacity. Court filings close to the situation, sources told The Post, Soros Fund Management has bought up $400 million of debt in Audacity, the number two U.S. radio broadcaster behind iHeartMedia. Stations include WFAN in New York, 1010 Winds, L.A.-based KROQ, KROQ, according to bankruptcy filings. If he does this, he will wind up controlling over 220 radio stations nationwide. He will have a network with a direct access plugged right into the ears of millions of Americans. This is scary. Scary doesn't even begin to describe it. He'll wind up with a 40% stake, give him very strong control of the company. Not a majority, but 40% is enough to have an effect on their programming. What sort of news stories they cover. What they do or do not consider mis- and disinformation. This is the kind of thing that should, again, scare the hell out of you. Keep an eye on it. I got to check on that FCC regulations. Like I said, apparently they don't exist anymore, which is sad. They were there for a good reason. A very good reason. Exactly that kind of reason. All right. Apparently tonight's show is going to be all about being scared. Because our next story should do exactly that to you once again. Ukraine bio labs it's all a big huge mess but you know when you think about it it's all the way over there in Ukraine that's not something that's going to affect us really you think so this is from Breitbart is there a Wuhan in your backyard more than 200 200 dangerous biolabs exist that we know of right here in the United States of America. If you think the next Wuhan could never happen here, think again. Shocking discovery made a while back in California. You remember this story. We covered it. An illegal Chinese-owned biolab was discovered. They were inspecting the building and accidentally stumbled across this biolab, which was illegally operating. Biohazard sign, vials labeled in a mix of English, Mandarin, some kind of cipher. Hundreds of caged white mice. Invisible biolab privately operated and funded to avoid government oversight. In addition to the hundreds of lab mice, a number of vials also found with labels like HIV, COVID, and malaria. One of the leading freedom-fighting doctors, Jim Thorpe, during the COVID pandemic, sounding the alarm right now when it comes to these hazardous illegal biolabs and the threats they pose the threat of hazardous and illegal biolabs is more than just a remote threat you don't have to travel to wuhan or the ukraine to uncover these breeding grounds for the next pandemic seen them discovered right here in the u.s Government has to immediately step up efforts to shut down these dangerous biohazard labs, both at home and abroad, hopefully. Until they're shuttered for good, I encourage all Americans to stockpile whatever medications may be necessary to protect you and your family. That from Dr. Jim Thorpe. Like I said, one of the leading freedom fighting doctors there's a little bit more on that story you want to check it out as usual it is in our show notes you're going to want to know about it you saw the map right in the front of that story you saw the map those are the locations that we know of can we call that up again yeah here we go hang on a second let me get back to it there we go Wuhan in your backyard. This is how many. I can't quite read the numbers. This is the highest amount California, Texas. What is that? New York. I don't know what the hell that is. But look at that. Every single state has at least three BioLabs. That's the lowest number three. Every state, even Alaska and Hawaii. So, you think it's not something you need to be worried about? It's something you need to be worried about. Okay, quickly, do you enjoy your Starbucks coffee? Well, first of all, why? Because Starbucks sucks. They're a woke company. They couldn't give a crap about America or anything else. Blackout coffee, promo code J20. Links in our show notes. Anyway, how would you like to wind up paying 60, 70, 75 bucks for a cup of coffee? Sound like a deal to you? Could happen. This idiot... And of course, she's a Democrat from California. Barbara Lee, U.S. rep, has been arguing in favor of raising the federal minimum wage to $50 an hour. She's just arguing this in California's Senate debate on Monday night. And she's not kidding. Sadly, I don't have a picture of this idiot. I would love for you to see exactly what someone who is that stupid looks like. She is currently one of three California House Democrats looking to fill the late Diane Feinstein seat in November. Oh yeah, oh she'd be a winner. Schiff, the criminal who really deserves prison stripes, a uniform, and a prison cell. If there's any justice in the world, he'll eventually get it. He won't. Katie Porter also vying for the seat. Steve Garvey also running as a Republican. The baseball legend, Steve Garvey. The seat seen as a lock for Democrats. There's no way that's going to be given up to Republicans. So anyway, this idiot Lee's proposal would make it so that full-time minimum wage workers would earn $104,000 annually. Listen to her trying to defend this bullshit. First, let me say, I own and ran a small business for 11 years. I'm guessing you must have done really well. I created hundreds of jobs. Really? Did you pay 50 bucks an hour? Benefits, retirement plans, health care benefits. I know what worker productivity means, and that means you have to make sure your employees are taken care of and have a living wage. And she is recommending $50 an hour minimum wage. She has absolutely lost her. Do you know? One of two things will happen. The price of whatever you pay for whatever it is will multiply what, times 10 or more? If you can find it. Because if that were to pass, it'll never pass. The woman's a complete ass but if it were to how many businesses you think would still be in business never happen never happen why she would even come up with such an idiotic proposal is beyond me but well no actually i do understand the reason she's a democrat and she's from California. You need no better explanation than that. Okay, before we get on with our book The Five Little Peppers and how they grew, (laughs) we'll wind up with one uh, interesting or funny or awe-inspiring, you know one of those videos that makes you go "Oh!" I got a few of them backed up in the backlog but I found this one which is absolutely incredible. It's a little long, about a minute That's all right, worth your time. You see this guy here? Hang on, let me just get my mouse back. You see this guy? He's in some public park. There's some folks having a picnic over here. You see that little box? Now, based on the size of that box, I would guess maybe it's a foot, a little more than a foot high, maybe a little bit longer, a foot and a half long. Take a look. This is what you call Saving space. This is insane. Watch. Okay, expands the thing out. Nice little table, but he's not done. Pulls out the side. That would look like a cooktop with leg support and that expands even further. There's the burner. Pots and pans. Frying pan. What are these? Oh, all right. A little little windscreen. More pots inside. All the utensils he needs. All of this came from that little tiny box that he had there. A foot by foot and a half. He's not done. Watch this. One, two, three, four. Look at that! Look at that! That is insane! There you go. A little brighter picture for you. All of that was in that little tiny box. That's saving space. That's engineering is what it is. That's cool. (laughs) Wow! Brilliant! I want one of those! I don't do picnics or barbecue in the park but hey I might start that thing is cool as hell okay we uh, we read classic children's books in the last part of our show we've done it forever we've done 555 shows as of today and uh, we've gone through so many great titles the Wizard of Oz, White Fang, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, The Little Prince, great books, Jungle Book, and uh, we just finished Treasure Island, moved on now to The Five Little Peppers, which there were several versions of this book, different uh, stories, and uh, I specifically remember my mom reading this to us when I was a kid. We we were a family of five kids, so The Five Little Peppers was uh, a bit relative to us first published way back in 1881 written by Margaret Sidney and uh, we are continuing on as we try and figure out how to make Mamsie a birthday cake it ain't going so well but uh, see what happens Uh, here we go hang on just a quick second let me move over here there we go and where's our book it's right there okay here we go you ready can't I have the next best one, then? asked Polly desperately, feeling sure that Mirandy's wedding cake would have celebrated the day just right. And I must hurry home, please, she added, getting down from the chair and try, tying on her hood, or Phronsie won't know what to do. So another receipt was looked over and selected with many charges bits of advice not to let the oven get too hot, etc., etc. And Polly took the precious bit in her hand and flew over home. Now, we've got to, she began, bounding in merrily with dancing eyes, but her delight had a sudden stop as she brought up so suddenly at the sight within that she couldn't utter another word. Phronsie was crouching. A miserable little heap of woe, in one corner of mother's big calico-covered rocking chair, crying bitterly while Joel hung over her in the utmost concern. What's the matter, gasped Polly, flinging the receipt on the table, rushed up to the old chair, down on her knees before it, her arms around the little figure. Phronsie turned and threw herself into Polly's protecting arms, who gathered her up, sitting down in the depths of the chair, comforted her as only she could. What is it? she asked of Joel, who was nervously begging Phronsie not to cry. Now, tell me all that's happened. I was a nailing, began Joel. Oh dear, don't cry, Phronsie. Do. Stop her, Polly. Go on, said Polly hoarsely. I was a nailin', began Joel slowly. And and Davy's going to get the peppermint, he added, brightening up. Tell me, Joe, said Polly, all that's been going on. And she looked sternly into his face, or I'll get Davy too. As little Davy came running back with a bottle of castor oil, which In his flurry, he'd mistaken for peppermint. And then he presented with a flourish to Polly, who was too excited to see it. Oh, no, cried Joel with intense alarm. Davy isn't going to tell. I'll tell Polly. I will, truly. Well, go on, then, said Polly. Tell at once, feeling as if somebody didn't tell pretty quick. She'd tumble over. Well, said Joel, gathering himself up with a fresh effort, the old hammer was a shaken and Phronsie stuck her foot in the way, and, and, and I couldn't help it, Polly. No, I, I just couldn't, Polly. Quick as a flash, Polly tore off the old shoe and a well worn stocking and brought to light Phronsie's fat little foot. Tenderly taking hold of the white toes, The boys clustering around in the greatest anxiety, she worked them back and forth, up and down. Nothing's broken, she said at last, and drew a long breath. It's there, said Phronsie, through a rain of tears, and it hurts, Polly. And she began to wiggle the big toe, where around the nail was settling a small black spot. It's there, said Phronsie, poor little toe began Polly, cuddling up in the suffering foot, and just then a small and peculiar noise struck her ear, looking up, she saw Joel with a very distorted voice, face, making violent efforts to keep from bursting out into a loud cry. All his attempts, however, failed and he flung himself into Polly's lap in a perfect torrent of tears. "'I didn't mean to, Polly,' he cried. "'Twas the, the ugly old hammer. "'Oh, dear!' "'Now oh, there, there, Joey, dear,' said Polly, gathering up in the other corner of the old chair close to her side. "'Don't feel bad. I "'I know you didn't mean to.' "'and she dropped a kiss on his stubby black hair. "'When Phronsie saw that anybody else could cry, "'she stopped immediately. "'Leaning over Polly, put one fat little hand on Joel's neck. "'Don't cry,' she said. "'Does your toe ache?' "'At this, Joel screamed louder than ever, "'and Polly was at her wit's end to know what to do, "'for the boy's heart was almost broken.' That he should have hurt Phronsie, the baby, the pet of the whole house, upon whom all their hearts centered. It was too much. For the next few minutes, Polly had all she could do by way of comforting and consoling him. Just as she succeeded, the door opened and Grandma Bascom walked in. Settling down, she said. Hope your cake ain't in, Polly. "'looking anxiously at the stove. "'For I've found it!' "'She waved a small piece of paper triumphantly "'toward the rocking chair as she spoke. "'Do tell,' said Polly to little David, "'what happened, for I can't get up.' "'So little Davy went to the old lady, "'standing on tiptoes, screamed into the ear "'all the particulars he could think of "'concerning the accident that had just happened. "'Hey!' said Grandma, perfect bewilderment what's he saying polly i can't make it out you'll have to go over it all again david said polly despairingly she didn't hear one word i don't believe so david tried again this time with a little better success and then he got down from his tiptoes and escorted grandma to phronsie in flushed triumph "'Land alive,' said the old lady, sitting down in the chair which he'd brought her. "'You got pounded, did you?' looking at Phronsie as she took the little foot in her ample hand. "'Yes, am said Polly quickly. "'Twasn't anyone's fault. "'What'll we do for it, Grandma?' "'Wormwood,' said the old lady, adjusting her spectacles in extreme deliberation, and then examining the little black-and-blue spot which was spreading rapidly." It's the very best thing and I've got some to home you run right over turned around on david quickly and get it it's a hanging by the chimbley let me let me cried joel springing out of the old chair so suddenly that grandma's spectacles nearly dropped off in fright oh i, I want to do it for phronsie yes let joel please put in polly he'll find it grandma So Joel departed with great speed, presently returned with a bunch of dry herbs, which dangled comfortably by his side as he came in. Now I'll fix it, said Mrs. Bascom, getting up, taking off her shawl. There's a few raisins for you, Polly. I don't want them, and they'll make your cake go better. She placed a little parcel on the table as she spoke. Yes, I'll put it to steep, and after it's put on real strong and tied up in an old cloth. Fonzie won't know as she's got any toes. Grandma broke up a generous supply of the herb and put it into an old tin cup, which she covered with a saucer and placed on the stove. Oh, said Polly, I cannot thank you enough for the raisins and all. You're so good. They're awfully hard, said Joel, investigating into the bundle with Davy, which however luckily the old lady didn't hear there uh, don't try she said cheerily and i found cousin mirandy's wedding cake receipt for uh did you cried polly oh i'm so glad feeling as if it were comfort enough for a good deal 'Twas in the bible said mrs bascom i remember now i put it there to be ready to give john's folks when they come in if they wanted it and so you'll go straight now and i must get home for i left some meat a boiling so grandma put on her shawl waddled off leaving a great deal of comfort behind her now says i says polly to phronsie when the little foot was snugly tied up in the wet wormwood You've got to have one of Mamsie's old slippers. Ho, ho, laughed Fonzie. Won't that be funny? I should think it would, laughed Polly back again, pulling on the big cloth slipper which Joel produced from the bedroom. The two boys, joining uproariously in the old black thing, flapped dismally up and down, showed strong symptoms of flying off. We'll have to tie it on. Looks like a pudding bag, said Joel, as Polly tied it securely through the middle with a bit of twine. An old black pudding bag, he finished. Old black pudding bag, said Phronsie with a merry little crow. And then, all of a sudden, she grew very sober. She looked intently at the foot thrust out straight before her as she sat still in the chair. What is it, Phronsie? asked Polly, who was bustling around making preparations for the cake-making. "'Can I ever wear my new shoes again?' asked the child gravely, looking dismally at the black bundle before her. "'Oh, yes, my goodness, yes,' cried Polly, as quick again as ever. "'You'll be around as smart as cricket in a week. "'See if you aren't.' "'Will it go on?' asked Phronsie. Still looking incredulously at the bundle, and button up. Yes, indeed, cried Polly again. Button into every one of the little holes, Phronsie Pepper, just as elegant as ever. Oh, said Phronsie, and then gave a big sigh of relief. Thought no more of it, because Polly had said that it would be all right. Coming up. Tomorrow, we'll continue on the next chapter. It's called Mamsie's Birthday. hope the cake comes out. All right, folks, thank the whole bunch for stopping by. Be sure to check out all the stories in our show notes. Share those links out there. Find out more about it. Draw your line in the sand and don't let them cross over it. Be sure to give us a follow, a thumbs up. We really do appreciate that. Thanks to our new follower, Blue Peahen. Good to have you along for the ride. And I will see you all again. Tomorrow. You just heard the Jay Sheldon Show. Join us Monday through Friday here on Rumble. Thanks for watching. Snort.